1: Welcome to chaotic amateurs the internet's number one DD 5e podcast i am your host and dm alex to my right i have
0: dash is Thrakus, wolfsbane and a colossi. bentley michaels is referian Nightmeadow.
2: rhett as zephyrus
0: gilb is scori
2: and milo is bold
1: and last, we left our adventurers. They had just defeated the would-be robbers, Bard, Bored, and Drondor. Uh, collecting uh, what they could from them and assembling the facts, they now proceed onward.
2: Let the adventure begin. So it was Bard was the other one. Nice Bard job, is guys. the other one, yep, yeah. We did it.
3: Oh, um, we already killed Bard?
2: Yeah, so yeah. there ain't gonna be no revenge getting into Turland, <laughs> unless we yeah. find Marvin. Who's fucked?
1: Oh. Yeah, taking yeah, taking a, a look oh. at the bodies. You, Zephyrus, were the only one that that interacted with them. Um, uh, do do, do. Uh, That one is dead. Uh, so yeah, what do you guys want to do? You have the you have the house. Um, if you want to do any research at all, you you have the library uh, at your disposal. Um, well,
3: I'm exhausted from my rage, mm. so I'm going to lay down. In a big old bed. All right.
1: Um, you, take a, you take a lay down and start to rest.
4: So you said that I recognize that the um, the stuff written inside of the book is in Thieves' Cant?
1: Yes, it's in Thieves' Cant. I just can't um, read it. I would you uh, just uh, can't read read it, You, you know of- that it's some amount of instructions.
4: I'd really and add to the there. rest of the group and ask if uh, any of them knew Thieves' Cant. Not judging. <laughs>
5: I think the, the as a pirate, do I know it? Um, because it's it's not on my sheet because I didn't have the expanded, you know, pirate. Uh, unless unless you would have gained it as a
1: as the language from something else, I don't think that you have it. It's not something innate for pirates. Okay. Um, well, be- if
2: I am not mistaken, I have seen Raffarian Night Meadow cast in that spell about languages once or twice upon a time. What? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I can do that. Well, I have no idea if it would work on that roguish language. However, it might be worth a try.
1: Yeah. Oh, doing the comprehend languages.
0: Yep, I can understand any written language that I see. Yeah. So, so taking a look even before you cast it,
1: you can understand the language. It's it's in common. Uh, the problem is, it's a coded language. Uh, so you need to understand gotcha. the code to be able to read it. It's it in well, essence looks like a list of groceries. Mm-hmm. I roll a
2: cryptography check on my investigator skill sheet.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, if if somebody would like to take some time to to try and decipher it, uh, investigation or intelligence check is what I'd need. If a couple of people want to do that, you can get advantage. Uh, sure, I'll, I'll
3: I'll help. Oh no, I'm resting. You're resting. I'll also help.
0: I'll help.
1: Whoever has
0: a high intelligence score, both, seems like a likely culprit here. I've
4: spent a lot of time in uh, libraries my entire life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think I understand codes a bit. So, yeah, could me, could uh, we
2: by helping him like gain a passing familiarity with Thieves' Camp, maybe?
1: Maybe to, maybe to recognize it. Not to be able to really decipher it, but if you see it out in the world, you, you may have a... The all ability right. to make the the check in the future.
4: Yes. All right. I so we're we going straight intelligence, or can I use investigation? You can oh. use investigation. Okay, cool. I will do that. Then. And nope. <laughs>
2: <laughs> even with advantage, Ew. uh, it's still fifteen. That's all 15. right. It's not the best, but that's all right.
1: Okay. You get uh, a sense for the language. Um, You're able to decipher some of it, but not all of it. The instructions uh, say to go to the Magnus house. There's a vault. It says. The enchanted, the enchanted items inside are for you, and then it says to grab uh, a number of other items. It doesn't list those. Um, he doesn't list them, or he doesn't read them. It, right, it, it, he doesn't read that part. That okay. part is hard. Uh, the, the the list of what those are would be um, you can't decipher. Uh, but the phrase is fairly clearly marked out, so that it wasn't ambiguous. Uh, Spiders congregate where there is plenty of prey, is the phrase. And this one is also signed by Marvin. The riff. Did you want to do something?
0: Ching. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna. Um, I would. Uh, I would go back down to the bridge to where those kanku were. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, so yeah, you and I you take like down. my water flask and stuff like that, and I like, I don't know. I, I would I would while they're doing all this figuring out stuff, like I would go try to like find the kitchen in the house and if there's like bread sure, yeah. or something. Um because like, you know, in my head it's like I don't know, you throw bread on the ground and birds <laughs> eat it up or something. I don't sure, know. Sure, sure. Um yeah, you guys you guys have kind of pooled some rations together in the kitchen there and so you can bring bring some bread uh type items. And um, then I would go down and down see see how he's doing or how okay. it was doing, whatever it is.
1: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you get you get down to the bridge. Um, you see the one dead on the side still, and mm-hmm. the other one is is resting against the bridge. Doesn't look like they've moved. They're they're stabilized. Uh, I would like go like crisscross applesauce sleeping. and sit next to it. Okay. Yeah. You you sit in front of it, and it's just kind of trying to trying to sleep a little bit. It, it's kind of kind of snoring a little bit of a crow snore. But as you you sit in front, it gets a sense for you there, and it's like...
0: Yeah.
4: Robbers in the house.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we took care of that. Thanks. Um, And so, like, I kind of just, like, hold out the bread in my hand, like, just flat, you know, and kind of (laughs) like... Okay. Yeah,
1: he he pecks it at pecks at it. He eats the bread
0: and looks. And I and I kind of like fairly really pleased. I kind of like dump some of the water from my thing in my hand and then hold it out to him, so he gets that it's water or whatever.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, very appreciative. Um, just kind of looks at you, just gives you kind of like a side look and and takes the bread and water and and drinks and eats a little bit. And I just
0: sit there like not trying to make any movements or anything, and and then I I just kind of like. Do the silent speech thing uh, because I'm hoping it like gets in the brain where they understand it. Cause I know they just kind of repeat stuff or whatever, but mm-hmm. I got, and I go, can I, can I help take you back to your, you know, your family or that, you know, can I take, yeah. and I kind of point at your buddy. I was like, do you want to bury him? And like, I point like down the river and try to like, you know, sign my way through this, this weird conversation. Uh, yeah,
1: give me give me some sort of check to try and um, communicate well with the, with the, with the Kenku. Um, insight might be good. Persuasion might be good. Charisma just by itself. Uh, whatever you think is best, however you're interacting well. Uh, maybe even an intelligence check since you've been reading the, the book on Kenkus.
0: Yeah, I have been studying. Okay, that's not too bad. Uh, that's a... Uh... Um intelligence. What am I doing? Plus two. Uh that's a sixteen. Okay.
1: Um yeah, you spend you spend a few minutes uh talking with the Kenku. They they have a few kind of prepared mimics that they use to communicate, and it seems like they trust you well enough to kinda of use those. Um and and do you kinda of get the sense that they would want some help bringing back the Kenku okay. to the the old tree and so um you know they, you kind of both grab the Kenku by its its shoulders and and begin walking upstream to the uh, the old hollowed out tree. Okay. Um, it's a slow it's a slow slow crawl up there. Yeah, because um, we're both pretty fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you both you both pretty roughed up. It's dark. It's cold. It's wet. Uh, about that, they're probably asking if you need help too. <laughs> right, right. Um, you get to the. Uh, Uh, the big tree uh, and you know probably about 20 feet from it the kenku turns to you and just says in the house but it's in your voice it's mimicking you from that in the house Hmm. Uh, and it it grabs the other
0: kenku and goes by itself oh okay to to the to the tree then i just sort of stop because i don't uh, i'm i i would i would think that that means like Thanks, but I got it from here, sort of thing. Yeah, you get that sense. And I'll and I'll wait until they disappear to make sure that like you know everyone's everyone's copacetic, and, mm-hmm. uh, and you yeah. know they don't like fall over you know under the weight you know because I would definitely yeah. go and help if he, if that happens. Yeah, and and kind of as as it's going in, you
1: see the direction it takes, and there's a secret kind of knot and fold in the trunk. That goes down into the bottom underneath the trunk, and that's where they enter in Peter the trunk. Pan. Yeah, cool. Um, cool. Well, so, once so, I yeah, see him
0: disappear, you... then I'll then I'll just turn around and go back to the house, and I would I would uh, I would immediately go up to, or I would go to my bedroom that I had last time, and I'm gonna play before like I uh, second I go in there, you know, I wave to whoever, and I'm like, I'm like, I really hurt going to bed, and. <laughs> I'm gonna so go to my room. By, you pass by the guys that are doing the the research, yeah. um, and you go and rest. And uh, I will, uh, I will. When I shut my door, I'm gonna just because I'm a little paranoid now. I'm gonna place alarm on the door, uh, okay. so it'll it'll wake me up in my mind. No one can yeah. hear it, and then I'll do my meditation that I need to really realign myself. And uh, and I'm I'm also sort of checking, like you know, because like I said, I have the like the meridians all over me. Like how I
4: mm-hmm.
0: I'm checking to see. If, uh, you know, through my meditation and my healing, uh, the magic of D&D that I will be better tomorrow, uh, if like the, the cuts messed up like my my channels, kind of, you know, like, or if like, oh,
1: gotcha, gotcha, yeah,
0: you know, and, um, or if like I, I'll be able to meditate and heal them with my shadow yeah. force,
1: um, they're, they're they have a bit of magic just innately in them, so the, to to really damage them takes a fair amount, okay, um. But but looking yeah, looking through uh, you you see that you're gonna have some scars in the future. Mm. Uh, some, there dope were, there scars. Were some
2: deep cuts, yeah, yeah. Those, the right. People dig it, bro. The people uh, dig it.
1: Zephyrus, well, you're kind of helping out. Willem's there as well, and and just kind of wants to to kind of go over what happened. He kind of comes up to you, you know, kind of hat in his hand, um, says they. Miss, M- Mr. Zephyrus, I'm sorry, they they said that they knew you. They 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 kind of walked right past us, and and I didn't have a a chance to really. I'm 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 sorry, I let
2: them in. Master Willem, you stop right there now. There is no one to blame here. You see, they did not lie to you. They did know me. I did business with them in Turlin. However, their invitation. Uh, to our home here was never extended, never accepted. Uh, you did the best you could, Willem. There is no one to blame here here. Uh, abs- there is nothing in this house that can't be replaced except for you and Strix and uh, and us, I guess. <laughs> so, you did your best. That's all that counts. Here, take a puff take of this here. Ease your nerves. And I hand him my pipe.
3: Take a puff of this here. <laughs>
2: Take a puff of this here, man <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you mr mrs efforts I, I, I appreciate it um,
2: well it has not been said often enough but your service to my family is unparalleled thank I could not I would I, not be here if it weren't for you
1: I just uh, I wonder if perhaps we we may need to hire some sort of muscle for when you're all away I uh... don't know if if I can This, this this assault has shown where my limitations are
2: you are not wrong, Mr. Willem, and I have thought of it long and hard myself. Of course, when we first arrived here, I was hoping to employ a copper dragon, but that has fallen short, of, <laughs> as you well know.
1: Uh, but that, that, that would have gone over well if they had uh, <laughs> tried to rob us then.
2: <laughs> right. I mean, remember how much of a difficult time we had with it? Imagine if, uh, anyway, you were there. But uh, you might be right, Master Willem, and... Uh, while my aims may not be so lofty as a copper dragon, we might find some fighters that fight so fiercely in town or abroad when the timing is right, and we shall uh, see to it that we have uh, able-bodied men here to protect our home. Good, um, good,
1: yes. Yes, keep, keep your eyes out. I, I, I think, uh, you know, this, this place is is valuable, especially the more we invest in it, so... So maybe it may not be the first time that this uh, will happen.
2: In the meantime, I think that whenever the party and I take off from the house, that we just lock this place up tighter than a ladybug's butthole. Uh,
3: Agreed. <laughs> wow, what a turn of phrase there. <laughs> than a ladybug's butthole.
4: Oi, Zephyrus, uh, I,
2: I think I might have found the passphrase. You want to try to open this thing? All right. <laughs> Wait. Whoops. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, Mister Ball. Let's hear it then. Um, it it appears to
4: be spiders congregate where there is lots of prey. And you say that in front of the uh, arcanely locked door.
2: Sure.
1: All right. You guys go down. You say the phrase, and the door clicks open.
2: What? What? How did you know that was a phrase? I thought that was like a clue about like the house or something
5: <laughs> no
2: Alex specifically
5: said you can make out this phrase it's very clearly spiders, yada yada
2: oh good yeah. Lord I just thought it was like a passing like remark about the house <laughs> <laughs> I was like yeah no there's lots of spiders here
4: yeah
1: and yeah that actually reminds you of a different phrase um to from from one of the the ledgers of the
5: book the that has the, the book map that of i the... was it the book that i first pulled out when we first got there about
1: fighters yeah, uh no huh sorry no it wasn't it, wasn't spider. it was the one in the, the main office um it's it had to do with uh the bird that sang is the one that got the arrow or something to that effect oh yeah um it's a similar kind of phrasing uh in this in this world. Uh, but you open up the vault, there are a number of empty crates. Uh looks like this was opened fairly recently. Um there is a table to the left that looks like a kind of makeshift desk. Um on it is a a uh, leather-wrapped tome, a small wooden box, and something else that I think I deleted. Oh, there it is. A uh, small wooden box, and uh, kind of hanging hanging up on the wall is a set of fine clothes that you see.
2: More vampire clothes? Uh,
1: no, these are kind of like green and amber with some gold lacing. Um, Looks like fairly exotic from the the kind of clothes that you've seen in Torilin, Uh, not quite the same style, but well-made and they look new. They don't look like they have have dust covering them Uh, like the rest of the vault does. Kind of at the very end of the vault, you see a uh, glass display case similar to the trophy room, and there are a number of items on display here. Taking a look, there is a... What is that? Is that you, Mylon? Okay. Sorry. Um, taking a look, there is a mantle uh, that has a, looks like, kind of gray wolf fur There is a uh, wind chime that is hanging up uh, that has uh, a number of arcane runes carved into it. There is a black bowl with some skeleton uh, designs on the uh, inside and laid into it. Uh, there is a odd looking short sword looks a bit jagged and it has a number of jewels encrusted on the center of it. There is, uh, what looks to be a small piece of jewelry that has a, uh, kind of bat wing on it. And there is another mantle, um, which is, you know, like, like a cape to be worn, uh this one looks like something let me take a look at the the picture uh oh it has it's got like um black feathers and a skull that kind of comes up to the front uh kind of like a raven almost uh Kenku. It looks like it looks like there are five
4: one two three
1: uh six unique magical items here <laughs> uh things that were left here by the old uh family Magnus. Uh,
4: the tome would be the thing that would catch my uh, eye right off the bat.
1: Yeah, taking a look at the leather-bound tome, it is locked. Uh, it looks like there's a, a, a key um, a hole there, and it is locked.
5: My, uh, my eye... Well, my mouth is salivating. I'm looking at <laughs> a lot of the items here. Um, the wolf mantle, the raven mantle, mm-hmm. and... The the bowl with the skeleton carvings. I, yeah, I probably start with the wolf, um, item, and I'd like to take a peek at that and give myself guidance for whatever check. Okay, you can take a look, um, Milo or
4: Maul. As I kind of uh, like move the tome back and forth, I get the feeling some of these things might be imbued with magic. Um, if I have maybe an hour or On to a little over an hour, uh, I could uh, cast Identify, and we would know exactly what these items do.
2: Master Ball, I was hoping that your expertise would come in use in here, and I suggest that that might be the proper course of action. It seems as though my distant cousins have the same taste that Mr. Telbrun has in Decor. We had animals and skulls and such. Uh, But it might behoove us to know what these things are, perhaps if they are useful, perhaps if they are dangerous and need to remain locked up.
1: What do you guys want to do? Do you want to take an hour and try and uh, identify everything?
2: Yeah, I'll help him out (laughs) however he needs. Yeah, I'd still like to
5: take a cursory at least glance before, like, you know i don't want to get in his way of doing everything but i I sure myself want to take a look do it um
2: thanks Brett. it's my house bitch get out you know what scory we've argued too much the last few episodes just get out of here
1: (laughs) (laughs) whoops Oh, that's that one i'm just pulling up the those items for you to take a look at Back that's right so yeah hmm. give me uh give me some sort of investigation check on those ones
2: it's strange too because i totally thought that you would be interested in the wind chimes with runes on them don't know why that, i thought that, that but
5: that is on the list but it's farther down than these I they're, they're all on the list, list. <laughs> <laughs> Crit fail.
1: Crit fail. Um, <laughs> they seem very nice uh, they look well made um, break them but you can't really get a sense <laughs> of, of any sort of magical intent behind them um, oh wait can,
5: I forgot I had guidance
1: oh yeah yeah go ahead <laughs> uh, you know yeah. a little bit less <laughs> more about before. it Yeah, perfect
2: you don't um, break them. Good job. <laughs>
1: uh, but you you spend a you know detect detecting magic on them. You find out those six items are magical. Um, the other ones that are kind of on the makeshift uh, desk are not magical in any way. Uh, and this is a cache of magical items similar to the ones you got at the beginning. Uh, these are you can find all of these on the Griffin saddlebag. Uh, and I'll tell you what these guys guys do. Uh, Let's see. The first one is that black bowl, which is the Bloodmire file. Basically, what you can do is you can fill up this bowl with blood. You then can potentially heal uh, damage uh, by drinking that blood. Uh, There is a chance on a roll of a 12 on a d12 that you take necrotic damage instead. Uh, It seems to be some kind of dark item. Um, the, is the, it cursed? Uh, it is difficult to tell. Uh, the that means yes.
5: <laughs> is
1: you can't uh, identify? Doesn't doesn't?
2: Uh, <laughs> I just thought I'd ask. Items.
1: <laughs> yeah, but um,
5: Miles says yes. I just
1: yeah sure yeah. <laughs> um, the one of the mantles, the one with the wolf uh, kind of uh, uh, fur that goes down it, is the mantle of the pack lord. While you're wearing it. Uh, If a creature would gain advantage on you because it has an ally within five feet, uh, they make that attack without advantage. Basically, things cannot get uh, pack tactics against you. Mm -hmm. Um, The short sword is actually a dagger of the ogre mage. This is an interesting one. Uh, It's a dagger for an ogre, but it is a short sword for anyone else. It has three cantrip spell scrolls that are inside of it. These little kind of parchments that fit into the hilt of this thing. Uh, When you are attuned to this, you can cast green flame blade, lightning lure, and mold earth. Uh, You just have those uh, cantrips. I want it. it. (laughs) Um, There is also... The 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 wind chime is the silver lichen chime, uh, like a lichen throat. Uh, do, do, do. Basically, if a shape changer passes by this, it will make a noise. It detects if there is some sort of, you know, werewolf or were creature in the vicinity.
5: And it it is specific to lycanthropic shapeshifters, not yeah. Okay,
2: what about like changelings?
1: Uh, changelings might do it. Um, but I would, but a druid wouldn't do it. Somebody that could cast polymorph couldn't do it. Okay. Um,
2: oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Something that has that there, kind of sh-
1: sh- shape shifting. Aren't, aren't there like bear wolves or bear? There's lots bears. of were, were creatures. Yeah.
5: And, and would they all were bears that chimes the same wolves? They
1: would. <laughs> okay. Uh, the kind of bat ear cuff is the ear cuff of the vampire bat. You gain, um, to do advantage on perception checks that rely on hearing, and you can also have it deal damage to you to gain even more wisdom, uh, uh modifier. Um, I think it does that duh, 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 like once a day or something like that, but increases your wisdom. And the last one is the Omen Bringer's mantle this is the kind of raven feathered mantle. Mm. Um, you have resistance to necrotic damage with it. You also, ba- you, you also basically have feather fall at all times. You descend sixty feet per round when you fall. Also, while you wear the mantle, you can cast the find familiar spell and have it find a raven.
3: That's so cool.
1: <laughs> so you have those items, and I'll I'll get a list. I'll,
0: I'll send a list of those to you. Um,
1: Explains
5: you the ravens
0: look, here but. earlier and all the the bird shit upstairs
5: hmm Uh mister Zephyrus, I know uh we've been kind of poking fun at each other lately, but uh do you mind parting with uh one of these items? Of course while while oh he's wandered off.
2: Master uh, Telbrun uh look. I can part with these magic items because I am indebted to y'all for your help in getting me here to my familiar home. Uh, So, of course, you can understand. I think we need to find a fair way to disseminate these items. I don't want anybody getting an item that would not make sense metagame-wise to have.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I completely understand and agree. It would only be fair. Uh, that we get things appropriate for our skills and classes, uh, as it were.
2: Absolutely. And to be quite honest with you, uh, hearing Mr. Ball describe the names and types of these items, uh, I can't even begin to imagine uh, which one would best suit my abilities. So perhaps, uh, perhaps we lock up the vault, uh, and then in the morning, when everybody is feeling much better from the attack on the on the house here, we can maybe deliberate, hand out some items, figure out what goes where. Uh, it seems as though Magnus had used these to maybe hunt monsters or something of such sort. I don't know. Um, and if we're going to take on some of these contracts or whatever, they might best be put to use rather than collecting dust in here in a dirty old vault just waiting for bandits and highwaymen to come and rob us uh but yes i do think that symmetrical items being handed out to y'all is in order and well,
5: you you gave a very beautiful speech but why not just do it now out of, out of curiosity
2: Master Telbrun, unless you want to go wake up for Fury and Not Meadow, I'm not sure of a fair way that we can do this. I mean... Yeah, isn't
0: it like one or two in the morning or something like that? I forgot
2: yeah, like that...
1: You guys, asleep, you guys yeah. have to take a bit more time to, I to forgot that Riff wasn't identify those. there. Riff, and Wolf is asleep as well. Yeah, yeah Wolf yeah. Is Riff and
2: Wolf have been asleep for like two hours now <laughs> while we're down here doing this. <laughs> um look, so that makes okay, cool total sense cool. to me. Um, yeah. If,
4: if you wouldn't mind, I'd, I'd like to spend a little time uh, tinkering with the locks on the door and finding a way to maybe make a key for us.
2: Master Ball, that seems wildly appropriate. Look, tell, Mr. Telbrun, if it suits you, y'all can lay out your bedroll down here and take a nap in the vault. The items aren't going anywhere, and Mr. The, Mr. Ball there is going to be finding a way to... Uh, better secure our vault here so do what you must but I am gonna retire to bed I have uh, smoked too much of this here shadow dank uh and it is time that I close my eyes so once the sun shines upon your smiling face then we will reconvene here and we will disseminate the items as is appropriate
5: sounds, sounds good to me uh also Zephyrus uh if you wouldn't mind uh mending
4: chain before you go to bed. I'd appreciate that.
2: Mr. Ball, absolutely. All you have to do is but ask. Um, yeah, and if it's possible, I'd I lay hand and mend um, Mr. Chain. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Excellent.
5: All right. So you guys all head to bed? Can I, I want to see uh, the uh, fountain before I go to bed. Yeah, yeah. Um, Under the yeah. moonlight. Under the
1: moonlight, under the stars, you see those white flowers still kind of, you know, kind of blooming from all the uh, um, uh, vines that are kind of coming up. Uh, Is there anything in particular you wanted to take a look at?
5: Um, I want to identify the flowers if I can and the figure underneath the vines. Okay. Um,
1: Yeah, yeah. Give me... Well... Give me a nature check on, on uh, nature or survival to try and identify the uh, uh, flowers.
5: Uh, and I'll give myself guidance. No need, though. Natural twenty.
1: Natural twenty. Okay. Um, the the flowers uh, they they seem like a fairly native species. Um, you you've got them down where where you're from as well. Uh, it's a moon bloom. Um, they only kind of bloom in the moonlight. Uh, they shouldn't bloom this time of the year as far as you know. And that's kind of odd. And you get a sense that that might be some reaction to you speaking to it earlier, um, that they, they kind of have popped up, uh, since then. um, you get the sense that they may be a sign of the the local area, the local region, um, just kind of saying thank you as a, as a sign of respect to to a druid that has uh, taken some actions to help the local spirits, mm. the local plant life, animal life. Interesting. Um,
5: yeah, uh, nothing nefarious behind the fact that they're blooming. It's no huh? positive uh, vibe that I'm getting.
1: Yeah, I would say so. Um, kind of kind of pulling away some of those vines and, and taking a look at the figure. Um, it looks. It looks more more like a decoration than than anything specific. It's not like a deity or or a member of the family at all. Um it's just it's it's simply um like a man or woman and they both have uh jugs that are you would assume are meant to be pouring
5: water into right. the fountain.
1: Okay. But but no significance really for
5: for for that. <laughs> Not those kind of jugs. right? um I didn't say anything. <laughs> uh and uh I guess last before I head off on bed i want to take a look at where they dug down you said that there was yeah. some sort of markings or symbols or something so so taking a
1: look at the fountain itself uh it sits and it goes down into the ground a couple of inches and then beyond that they dug down maybe three feet probably about two feet wide there's another piece of stone um that goes even further down and kind of as you're taking a look down there, you hear Willem from the the um, balcony, not the balcony, the the kind of front uh, door, the porch area there, and he says, "Oh yeah, Mister uh, Mister Telbrun. um, we were digging that up today, trying to trying to see if we could figure anything out. Uh, looks looks like something goes down further beyond the uh, fountain here, but like." I don't know. It was. It gave me the heebie jeebies. P- press, press your hand up against that stone if you don't mind.
5: Can I do an insight check on him? Yeah, give me an insight check. Um, 15.
1: 15? Um, as far as you know, he seems to be very sincere. Uh, he. He seems a little calmer now than he was a couple of hours ago, but he's still kind of, you know, his nerves after, are, are getting to him. After taking a um, puff, yeah, uh, but but seems fairly fairly normal, and and is is yeah, kind of curious about about what's going on.
5: Um, kind of hesitantly, I place my hand on the stone. Stone, and you kind of place your hand on the
1: stone. It feels cold to the touch, which doesn't seem abnormal um but as you kind of linger there and and think you know what's below there you just get a little uneasy um nothing that affects you too much but just like a little bit of vertigo a little bit of you know like like you're on on the you know either the, the top of a very tall cliff or at the bottom of a deep lake um just a sense of unease he says uh yeah, I just—I don't know. I kept digging down, and I kept feeling kind of weird. I—I I don't know. But,
5: well, yeah. Thank you. Um, and I will walk with Willem back inside and go to bed.
1: All right. Is there anything anyone else wants to do before they go to bed?
4: Um, I'm just going to spend some time uh, tinkering and making a key for the. Lock door.
1: Oh yeah, give me a uh, tinker check.
4: Um, Is there any way I can get help?
5: Uh,
1: I don't think so. Everyone seems to be going to bed.
4: Okay.
5: And Shane, Um, give you?
4: No, he's he's uh, not that dexterous. Not smart or dexterous. Uh, But I will give myself guidance. Eighteen and curse tools
1: is that intelligence? Um, intelligence or dexterity?
4: Okay, we're we'll going to intelligence.
1: Twenty-six. Twenty-six. Um, yeah. In 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 an hour, you can make a key that will work for this door. Uh, it'll be a bit bulky. Um, you know, it's it's not something that's been finely crafted. Um. You know, you you might have to have the right tools for that. But you've got a key and it works. I do have uh, for Smith's that tools mechanical well. door. What's that? I do have Smith's tools as well. Gotcha, gotcha. Kind of um, nicer. Yeah, yeah. But but yeah, you you've got a key.
4: Um I'll go ahead and take it up to Zephyrus's room. Okay. Just uh quietly go in and if you stay so asleep, I'll just put it on his chest and then make Okay.
1: Um Key is, A key is on your chest, Zephyrus. Uh, and of course, I locked the door. Locked the door. <laughs> you um, yeah, before, you know, as kind of the last one that's up is Willem. And, and he's making sure to, you know, all the outside doors stay pretty well locked. Um, and, and noticing there there is only four entrances into this place. Uh, there's the two side doors. There's the back door to the kitchen and the front door. Uh, it's pretty easy to keep this place locked down and it looks like that's by by design um, but night comes to everyone uh, you get rest, you feel rested, you regain your hit points uh, the morning comes, the birds are chirping, it's kind of a sunny day out when you wake up what do you guys want to do?
4: Uh, prepare my spells and get my stuff together, infusions
3: Right. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pray to to cord to bless me in my upcoming uh, battles mm-hmm. and fights and to bless my axe so it will swing true. Uh, also, when is the the finals of the? That'll arena? be tomorrow. Gotcha.
1: Yeah.
0: And are you praying
1: out in the kind of little uh, battle pit that you made?
0: Yes. Yeah, I'm Perfect. doing that. Um. Yeah. I would be out there doing, like, my morning
5: forms and stuff like that as well. Perfect. Uh, I want... Uh, Scory's kind of into the the uneasy feeling down at the fountain, and he's going mm-hmm. to down there. And that's actually where he's going to do his ritual, and he's going to do it a little selfishly today and and do it for himself. And so I've pulled six runes, but I'm going to roll a d6 and let the d6 side on to. And um, you can go to other people while I figure out what it is I just did. As you're doing
3: the ritual, yeah. Um, um, could I? Is there a way I could find some kind of like crimson, like either face paint or something that I could mark myself with? I mean, there's dwarf blood. Okay. Well, uh,
1: uh, or if you want to make like a survival check to find some sort of natural ingredient.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'll do that. I'll do a okay. uh, survival check.
1: And actually Strix is, is kind of kind of watching he's going to help you out. he will give you advantage on that. Cool. <laughs> okay. So that's 12. 12. Um, yeah. It takes, it takes you a little bit of time, but, but you find some, some berries that Strix lets you know, will will die uh, a red kind of color if, if ground up.
3: Cool. Okay, so I'm gonna take a bunch of berries and um, make a like a kind of a, a liquidy red paste, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm gonna put my just the tips of my five fingers in them, and then I'm gonna uh, draw that down my face, five lines representing the five point star of cord. Nice. Uh, I'm slowly becoming a little more zealot-y. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. No. It looks looks good. Looks good. S- Oh yes. He Strix kinda looks up to you and says, Why why are you doing that? This is for cord to remind myself and my enemies just who I am. Oh,
4: well
3: that's that's good. You reminded you reminded those guys last night who you were, huh? Yes, I did. I did remind them, and I will remind many more for years to come until I die in glorious battle. <laughs> I, the war drums of war is beating inside my chest. I don't think
1: I've got any drums inside my chest. Oh, Those guys came and and I couldn't really do anything.
3: The heartbeat of every living soul is a war drum for battle. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
3: yes. Uh,
1: yes. I don't I don't know if I really like war drums. But, oh well, then I'm glad I will you, teach you
3: do. I will teach you to love it. Here, take this hand axe. I'm gonna give him one of my hand axes, and I want to. He and spend two hands. I want to try spending like a, a a couple hours training him in in melee combat if I can. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Let me. Genius.
1: Oh. Okay. Um. He picks it up pretty quick. Uh. Yeah, you know, you spend a few hours, and it looks like Strix has used weapons before. Maybe not a hand axe, but but takes up this this kind of weapon pretty well, and is is you know able to to learn a fair amount from you from the training.
3: Sweet, wow. you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him my other hand axe. So now he has both my hand axes. Ooh. I'm gonna Jeez. I'm gonna tell him. Uh, there now, you will be equipped next time anyone comes. Cord is there to remind us that uh, it is brave to stand up for yourself and to fight for what you believe. For instance, I believe in conquest and overcoming my enemies, and you will one day be very much like me. And I'm uh, going to put my fingers in the paint and just kind of put the streaks on his face.
1: nice
3: nice <laughs> you can only get about like four of them on there
1: because it can kind of smaller face but that works out he only has four fingers uh um he kind of looks up to you and he says well you know what i'm I'm uh, I'm thankful I came with you guys I always kind of ran away from everything and and I can I can, I, I, I I see the world a little a little differently since since been with you guys it's I can I can't stand up for myself, and if someone's going to hurt Willem or you, I can i can make sure they don't.
3: Yes, you, from now on, will run headlong into battle. You are a well, disciple of Cord. As long as someone else is going with me. And my first of many apprentices. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Prakis. Yes.
2: I love it. <laughs> this is incredible. Zeph? I feel like you know I I would have got up maybe maybe seen this routine happening and I and I let it happen and
1: I mean I, you I, can stand out on your balcony you know watching all of this yeah you yeah a
2: I'm great s- view up there I'm smoking my pipe I watch it happen but when it's over Bo- with
5: open in the wind
2: oh yeah oh yeah robe <laughs> has come untied long ago. <laughs> And just like everything on my body, it seems everything billows in a magical, non-existent wind.
4: Uh, <laughs> everything, gross.
2: Everything billows. So gross. <laughs> Wacky, it's waving, just... inflatable arm tube man. <laughs> 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 but when I see when I see Cord is done with this moment with Strix, I I'm sensing like Lord. Zephyrus often does an opportunity, and I, and I'd like to. To go down to them both, and I say, and I say, uh, well met there, warriors of cord. I've never seen a more magnificent display of battle prowess in my time. Master Wolf, you seem to be an excellent hand with an axe there, as I have seen. Tell me there, cord, have, uh, excuse me, tell me there, Wolf, have you heard the voice of cord before?
3: Yes, Wolf uh, hears Cord quite often. Uh, He speaks to me. He speaks to me through the sounds of my enemies falling. He speaks to me through the sounds of my blades singing in the air. He sings to me from the sounds of blood gushing forth upon the dirt on which I spill my blood.
2: Tell me this, Master Wolf. Does... Does cord ever come to you in the sounds of your enemies being driven back and screaming in agony, begging for mercy?
3: Uh, If they want mercy, I give it to them. But yes, cord comes to me in many forms. He is on every
2: battlefield,
3: everywhere. Well, that is...
2: Go ahead. Sorry, (laughs) I interrupted you. Well, that's okay, Mr. Wolf. I appreciate my... But it Go is ahead. the strangest thing, and being the only acolyte of Cord that I have ever met face to face, I think you have illuminated the first piece of a puzzle for me. You see, I believe the Cord came to me in a dream last night, spoke to oh. me in the words of screaming enemies, agony. Of course, di- victims of a horrible battle. Ah! Oh. Uh, and he told to me. He said.
5: I swear if you was- get him to murder me I'm going to be
2: sick. <laughs> <laughs> he came to me. And I swear and maybe maybe I misunderstood his words, but it sounded as though he promised me two warriors streaked in red to drive my enemies to to destroy them. Ah. But of course I might have just been hearing things. I don't or. know. It's too hard just or- to say.
3: Perhaps you were on that balcony and saw us down here painting our faces and then concocted that story. And then came down here and decided to lure me into being a fool. I lost my patience uh, last night when you drove me to take a fallen enemy's head. And it just stuck with me. I was reminded of the screams... Of the people in that village long ago. <laughs> and I never want to be that man again. So to you, Zephyrus, my good friend, and also a bit of a cheat, <laughs> <laughs> I say to you, if you ever use my god's name to coerce me into actions that benefit you, <laughs> I will gladly disperse you into a cloud of red vapor. <laughs> for all time <laughs> I'm just messing with you but seriously don't ever do that again <laughs>
5: I'm, I'm,
3: gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk through him I'm gonna try and just walk through him I'm all,
2: all right all right fair enough I, <laughs> <laughs> I do disperse into a cloud of mist and let you do that <laughs> System, <babe. laughs> yeah
0: uh, Riff and, is going to go back down to like the Kenku tree
4: and, right. and see if like,
0: yeah, I mean, I'm not doing anything else. So I'm going to go back down to the Kenku, Kenku tree and just kind of like, you know, like I'll uh, kind of like sneak up and then like, you know, because I know they appreciate sneakiness. So I'll sneak up and then kind of like basically where I was told to stop last night i'll be on the bank so i'm not in the river or the the, okay. the little and uh um i'm just gonna sort of sit down crisscross applesauce and sort of meditate and i don't know i'm thinking like you know maybe my pal will come out and be like okay usa you know <laughs> uh okay give me a stealth check for uh we going down there stealth stealthfully that's all right uh 13
1: 13 okay Um, yeah, you make your way down, uh, to the bridge and then up the river, um, you know, trying to stay quiet, uh, in the, in the kind of morning mist of the forest, um, get up to the bank and are about 20 feet from the base of the tree. Uh, as you're kind of taking a look around to see if there's any activity, uh, there are two Kenku at the top and they have crossbows that, aren't necessarily pointed at you, but they are are at the ready. Sure. And they just kind of give you an odd head tilt as they just try and stay very quiet.
0: And I'll look at one of them and get in its brain and be like, I'm just here to check on my friend that I brought here last night.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
1: you it, kind of like squawk down below. Here's some movement. After a few moments, and um, that same kenku that that was wounded from last night comes out, pokes his head out.
0: I'll wave. Robbers in the home. It's all good now. And I'm going to take out. Good now. Good now. And I'm going to take out. Uh, I'm going to take out uh, a thing of like my rations in my bag or whatever, you know, some bread and crackers, whatever, whatever I got, I'm just going to sort of like wave them up and put them on the, put them on the, on my side of the bank and just kind of wave. And then, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, make sure he sees them and then, uh, you know, kind of like salute to the, to the archers. And then I'll just sort of slowly back out of there. Okay. Um, Yeah. As, as you're kind of like setting that, uh, the stuff down
1: for them, um, the one that uh, you, you, Had talked to you last night, um, brought back home last night, kind of gets pushed aside by another kind of larger figure from underneath that kind of comes out. Oh, Uh, this one is similar in build, taller, bulkier a little bit. Uh, But instead of black feathers and a black kind of crow's beak, it has these multicolored feathers of reds and greens and kind of has a short yellow beak and kind of mad eyes as it kind of looks around and sees you and just goes,
0: get out of here
1: and just kind of like like starts throwing stuff in your direction the other Kenku that you had helped last night yeah. kind of like gets up and kind of cowers a little bit in front and starts to kind of like make some crow noises. Wow! Yeah, yeah. And the other one, the kind of red and green one just kind of looks over so at and just kicks it with its weird chicken-like leg. Oh. And just kind of like, you know, the, the other one knows to stay down at that point as as you kind of are backing up it's just throwing more things at you.
0: I, uh, uh, if once I say kick my pal, I'm going to shout at it. I was like, "Don't do that." I helped him last night, and he helped me. That's my pal. Blah, get out of here! Okay, I kill you. It. Don't belong here. I kill it. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh! <laughs> I say, I say, okay, okay. Well, these are for my pals, and uh see you later. Um, and I, I'll, I'll turn around and walk away. All right. Yeah, you begin
1: walking away. Um, you get, you know, maybe 50 feet away. You kind of turn back to see hey, what's going on. And that same one's just on the banks, just just watching you, just making sure that you leave. Um, you see the other ones uh, that are up top in the in the top of the tree. I kind of put away their uh, crossbows and I'm just kind of like hunkering down, trying not to be seen by this thing. Okay. Uh, as you make your way back to the bridge and then back. Yeah, through, and
0: then I'll just go uh, inside inside the house and you know see if there's if people are eating breakfast what what my group is doing that sort of stuff oh yeah
1: um, and yeah probably about this time everyone's kind of gathered around Willem has put a little bit of breakfast together uh, there's still some rations that you guys have pooled together and, and you're kind of going through that and he's sitting everyone down he's like uh, yeah we, uh, um, we need some more supplies uh, if we're going to keep this place stocked up I'll need to Uh, go in for a meeting with the castle staff here gosh today or tomorrow i think um so anything you guys need done with the house you just let me know i'll make sure it gets done uh yeah yeah
0: Uh, enjoy eat 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 eat. come on Uh, had a long night last night (laughs) oh yeah that was pretty crazy what'd you guys do i went to sleep
2: this seems as good of a segue as any. Uh, Raferio Night Meadow Master Wolf. Uh, last night Skory, Till, Brune and Master Ball. Uh, and I finally cracked into the vault. Oh, that's and awesome. Through the wit and determination of Master Ball, uh, we have identified six uh, magical items within it. Oh. And I was thinking since, uh, well, I promised y'all payment for accompanying me safely to my ancestral home uh, that perhaps these magical items would satisfy said debt. Uh, I was thinking that we could divide them up evenly as is appropriate to our skills and interests and uh, see where that gets us. (laughs) Yeah, I'm into it. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> what kind of stuff is it? <laughs> uh, well, um, Mr. Willem, why don't you go to the vault there um, and help uh, whoever locked the vault uh, collect the items? And here's the key, Mr. Willem. Uh, you use this key here. It Looks like Mr. Ball made it for me and then creepily left it on me while I was <laughs> sleeping. Uh, use this key there to get inside. And well, I
4: wanted, I wanted to make sure you had it. I, I didn't mean to be creepy
2: oh well in that case it was not creepy at all just i misunderstood what was <laughs> happening there now Willem, use the key get the items in, perhaps bring them to the dinner table if it ain't too much trouble for you
1: oh yes yes of course uh, uh um yeah uh Strix, do you want to help me and Strix is like yeah of course and he kind of puts down his axe and then his other axe onto the table and and they go off to the vault with the key um grab the items and bring them back and kind of lay them out on the table. Uh, and just to kind of go over them uh, again, we have the Ear Cuff of the Vampire Bat, the Dagger of the Ogre Mage, the Bloodmire File, the omen bringer's Mantle, and the Mantle of the Pack Lord.
0: Riff sees the bird thing. It's the only thing Riff is interested in.
2: Now, I think before we get into divvying up these items here, I, I was listening to the description of the blood Bloodmire file that uh, Mr. Ball described to me last night, and it seems like an excellent group item. Now, I'm not a fan of mixing bodily fluids, but perhaps if we leave it at the house... Use it when it is appropriate or necessary, or I don't know, maybe one of us packs it, we can use it as necessary. Apparently, you put your blood into it, and then upon an hour, drink it or some crazy garbage, and it heals you. It seems absolutely disgusting, and you can't transfer it into a potion bottle or anything. You have to drink it straight out of this disgusting, used, bloody bowl, um, which I am not a fan of, but if I suppose my options were death or... uh you know, drinking my own blood out of a dirty bowl, then the option is obvious. So that being said, perhaps we can approve the blood mile file as a group item that we share, which leaves, of course, five other items. There are five of us, uh, not counting Strix and Willem, who, of course, their contributions are innumerable and ca- and, and immeasurable. Uh, but we are the ones that kill bad guys here, so... <laughs> I see the Refugia Meadow has her eye on, on what Mister Ball described as the omen bringer's mantle.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at uh, that bird thing.
2: Apparently, mm-hmm. it uh, allows you to resist necrotic damage and uh, allows you to fall without taking any damage.
0: That's cool, uh, cool, cool, which... cool, 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 cool. Uh, can I have this one? This is, because of my head, I want to wear this, and I want to go back and like like this will make me the the Kenku Overlord i'll take out that that stupid colorful kenku with my i'm a. am the bird now and i say all of that out loud i want to be the bird
2: <laughs> uh does anybody object to referring not metal taking the omen bringer's mantle i mean it does seem like a rather powerful item for oh. our weakest party member um <laughs> but
0: <laughs> i will destroy you one-on-one
2: Rafiria, not Meadow. Uh, that was not a challenge to your prowess in battle, uh, but rather an observation of your stature. Now, that being said, perhaps by giving you the Omenbringers mantle, it will balance out your strength uh, with the rest of us here and make you a more valuable asset to the team. Unless somebody else wants a feather fall and a raven pet.
5: <laughs> Should Riff decide that it it doesn't work for them i would i would like it but uh far be it for me to uh take take this item from from this uh <laughs> youthful person
3: what is the i, I, I don't want uh,
5: to kid is what i'm saying
3: what is the mantle of the pack lord um, basically, that
1: one means you're immune to uh, pack tactics, um, which is something like like wolves, giant wolves get, and a lot of animals get, where they have advantage if there's another uh, creature attacking with them.
3: Uh, can I can I take that? Considering oh, uh, I would like the mantle of the pack lord, considering I am up front and in the fray quite a bit.
2: Well, it does seem like an item suitable for a tanky. Uh, adventures such as yourself. So so far, I do not see any objections go- to these two items here, so I'm feeling comfortable about it. Uh, uh, Mr. Ball, do the remaining items to your fancy in any such way?
4: Well, I, I am quite interested in that short sword. Uh, the ability to cast those spells could be quite helpful to me.
2: Alright, uh, why do I do that? Uh, now, Mr. Tilbrun, if he were to take the dagger, wolf to take the pack lord's mantle, and preferring night metal to take the uh, omen bringer's mantle, uh, that would leave you either with the ear cuff of the vampire bat or the silver and charm. Now, uh, the honor of those items interests you in the slightest.
5: Remind me of the vampire thing—the bat cuff.
2: Uh, You can get advantage on checks that use hearing, and you can also like roll some sort of like maybe a d4 or something, take necrotic damage, and then add that bonus to your to
5: hit points.
2: Uh, add it to your advantage roll i think right something
1: like that i could be wrong yeah yeah um you you can take 1d4 plus 1 necrotic damage from a bite uh from the necklace and immediately gain a bonus to your wisdom check equal to the amount of damage taken
5: okay Uh, yeah i'll I'll take that
2: well that leaves me with a useless wind charm here that apparently (laughs) uh well
5: aren't you a wind genasi
2: Well, I was thinking that it was rather appropriate that way. And I do not like being snuck up upon by creatures or shifters of any sort. So, you know, uh, I suppose it is befitting that y'all take the items that you most want. And I hope that you would consider our debts accrued from the shooting star in onward, paid in full. We can go forward as equals now in this house rather than me being indebted to y'all. Is this suitable payment for services yeah, 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 yeah. rendered, or not? And
0: I just all put right. it on. Brilliant. I'm like, oh, I'm the Lord of all the birds.
4: For now, Pink cord. I, I want to thank you, uh, Zephyrus. Uh, this is quite uh, gracious of you,
2: Mister Ball. I could not have found these items without your help, and they would have went to rot in that vault there. Here's Where to go,
3: Mister Ball? This cloak will serve me well in battle. Uh, so now I have a, I looked it up. It's pretty sick looking. Yeah. it it's yeah, awesome. so really cool. Wolf skull now on my, like hanging from my neck too, that connects the, and I have this giant white
2: cloak flowing, but uh, I can't wait to get it. So bloody. What's, <laughs> what's the name of mine? Uh, the bat, uh, the ear cuff of the vampire bat. Yeah. And it's on Instagram. And there, I think there's a post of it on Reddit as well. Mm-hmm. So if you just Google it. You can add Griffin Saddlebag with it. Griffin spelled G-R-I.
5: Um, so I don't know what our plan is today, but I have something that I'd like to show you guys. Something that I discovered our first night here and I haven't told you about yet.
2: Well, we have less than five minutes, so uh, if breakfast is done, William, <laughs> you out and did yourself. Take your magical items. I'll take this weird wind chime. Let's go check it out here quickly before the episode ends. Unless y'all object.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Let's cliffhanger and, it. I, I want to lead them into the mage's chamber.
1: Yeah. So you, you head into the mage's chamber. You pull back the candelabra, the, the candlestick uh, on the bookcase. It moves. And you enter into a secret room that has another teleportation circle on it. It has an odd hum to it as you kind of get near.
5: So I found this after you guys all went to bed our first night here. Um, And I wasn't quite sure what to make of it. It seems like an active version of what we possibly had uh, bring us here into Usama. I don't know if We can find a way to use this if you guys recognize the symbols on the floor or what.
2: Um, I I would take a look at it. It would seem that Mr. Ball is a utility knife in these situations and we could put his abilities to use here. Perhaps uh, investigating it in our downtime between adventures here. So, um, By all means, this seems too juicy an opportunity to let lay specifically given its clandestine nature.
1: All right, and uh, ball. What do you what do you want to do? Do you want to take a look at the the symbols? Do you want to inspect yeah. it closely?
4: Yeah, I'm thinking of taking a look at the the arcane symbols and stuff and see if I recognize any. Um, I guess.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, you kind of you kind of get up up uh, close to it, um, start taking a look at at the symbols. It does look like a teleportation circle. Uh, it looks like it's active, uh, which you haven't come across a lot of these but you think that it goes somewhere and has that magic prepared
4: I'll share that with the group
5: do we feel like it's only to leave or do we feel like something could come in
1: Uh, looking at it knowing about teleportation circles it can be uh, uh, plotted too somebody else could come to this one
2: well uh, that is a rather disturbing discovery given that our humble home came under attack just last night well uh, i'm at an impasse here i do not want y'all to miss your appointment at cords coliseum tomorrow however uh, i'm not sure i can abide a mysterious transportation circle being inside our house without knowing where it leads to or what might be able to here, unless I'm misunderstanding the way teleportation circles work. Um, you know, so it
4: doesn't seem like anyone necessarily knows that it's here. And I, do I get any impression that it's been used recently? Is there any dust or anything?
1: Not that you can tell. Can I don't know. Like having, having kind of everyone be in here? It's it's yeah. It's it's tough to tell if, if anyone's been here so, recently.
5: I wasn't aware that it was active when I first found it. Um, let let me just try something; it may not work. Uh, and I put my hand on ball, and I cast the um, the thing with the owl, the familiar thing. Mm-hmm. And I want the owl to go into the circle. Okay. I want to see through its eyes. Okay. If that's possible, and see where it goes
1: yeah yeah um gosh I forget how I so so yeah you use your uh wild you shape to cast familiar kid? yeah the owl comes up you have the owl go into the circle and it disappears as if teleported to a, a f- faraway place um you're still perceiving through its eyes uh and you get to you feel like you get to like a distance where you can't see through it um, as, as kind of a flash the last thing it sees um, before its vision breaks you see the courtyard of the library in Turlin, and the old man tending to the garden there and then the vision goes looks like this is a teleportation circle to the town Oh sweet I relay that <laughs> This will save and us the, time guys <laughs> And that's where we're going to leave tonight's episode uh, Thank you guys I have been your DM Alex uh, For the evening uh, To my right I
0: have
3: Dash as Thrakis
0: Bentley Michaels as Refereon
4: Nightmeadow Brett as Zephyrus
0: Caleb as Scory
4: Milo is Bull
0: Grab your swords and keep on adventuring
4: Follow us across all
0: platforms With chaotic Amateurs.